0: Welcome to the Imposter Syndrome Terminator Podcast. My name is Ines Padar and I'm a spiritual mindset and business coach. The goal of this podcast is to help you use the full power of your subconscious mind to ditch imposter syndrome, raise your vibration, unlock the doors to abundance and grow a low stress and high income business. So let's get started. Hi everyone, this is a super quick message to let you know that you can now sign up for my free three-day workshop on how to attract high-ticket clients. Now this workshop will teach you everything you need to know to attract high-ticket clients in your business, how to show up, how to come across as an expert, how to increase your revenue and energetic and subconscious healing to be able to manifest high-ticket clients 24-7. It has done wonders in the past. Many women have significantly increased their monthly income without changing anything to their strategy and that is exactly what we'll cover in this workshop. So just go to Ines Padar dot ch slash high ticket clients in one word or just go to the show notes i can't wait to see you there and have an amazing day welcome to the second day of attract high ticket clients in abundance workshop now yesterday was all about smashing subconscious money and receiving blocks and also thoroughly identifying what limiting beliefs or what events could have caused negative blueprints, blocks, energetic disruptions that are interfering with our manifestation process. Now, this is important because as we'll see in a few, t- in a in just a few minutes, in a few slides, our energy basically defines our life. And this is exactly the reason why we are doing this entire workshop if it was only about applying an abc strategy like following you know like a recipe book you want to make i don't know lentil soup with curry you just follow the recipe and then you basically have a lentil soup with curry it doesn't work that exact same way when it comes to attracting clients or abundance or basically anything you want because it's not about following steps if our energy isn't right. It's about our energy being right. And if it is, you can basically manifest whatever you want, however you want, even if your strategy makes no sense. Even if, for example, you don't have, technically, you don't have enough uh, followers or members in your Facebook group, then you can still have a massive launch, even though your conversion rates are way higher than industry averages. You can start start having these, oh my God, moments That strategically don't really make sense because you've gone so above and beyond, but energetically make complete sense. And this is why we worked on energy yesterday and will continue to work on energy throughout this workshop. So what we will cover today, imposter syndrome, letting go of feeling like a fraud, so you can come across as an expert because people follow you and invest in you because they admire you or because they feel that you have the expertise to help them solve a problem they might be experiencing. They don't buy your program because of your CV. They don't buy your program for some sort of obscure other reasons. One of the main reasons people invest in you or abundance finds you is because of your energy what you're emanating and if you're coming across as someone that they feel can help them now I've already introduced myself yesterday so I won't um go too long on that but something I actually admitted to say yesterday which is so important when you look at the my uh unusual path is that I was struck with depression five times before I finally got to the bottom of it. Before the first times, I was basically a victim of my external circumstances, feeling that I was unlucky or that's the way it was and I didn't have much power to do anything about it. The fifth time I had depression for the exact same damn reason of being dumped from a situationship, so not even a relationship, a situationship, barely going on a few dates with someone. And I can laugh about it today. Believe me, I wasn't laughing when I had depression. Um, The reason why I basically have this unusual career path is that depression actually woke me up about how our subconscious mind rules our life and how our inner beliefs limiting beliefs or whatever beliefs are going to define our life i used to think i was just unlucky to always find emotionally unavailable men until i realized that i was attracted to them and attracting them because of my energy once i changed the energy everything changed too so That is when I realized the full power of the subconscious mind. And the great thing about that is that when I did all of the healing for the depression and not feeling good enough, I actually did the heavy lifting that you, me, and anyone else who wants to manifest things have to do, right? And the heavy lifting is letting go of unworthiness feeling confident and that we are good enough that is basically the secret formula to manifesting everything you want and of course there's some more technicalities on top of that but that is the heavy lifting once you get that done the rest follows pretty easily and once I had that done because I did all of the hard work while I healed from depression when I started my business I hit the ground running some people say oh my god like You you hit six figures, so 100000 in income in, I don't know, eight months or six months. I can't remember. It was really fast. Like, you are an overnight success. Absolutely not. I am not an overnight success. I did all of the heavy lifting and the healing before I started my business. And that is why I was able to move so fast. The great news is that you can do some of the heavy lifting right now and heal past patterns and limiting beliefs and move very rapidly to a whole new level in your life and in your business. And we'll talk about this in a bit. Now, today, getting rid of imposter syndrome and feeling like a fraud, coming across as an expert that people trust and invest in and showing up with confidence, knowing that you're absolutely qualified enough. The day and age of spending thousands on the next certification program because you don't feel qualified enough, because you don't feel like an expert are gone. We are going to throw that pattern out of the window. How many amazing clients have I had who are so overqualified that an entire page is not enough to describe all of the certifications they've done, yet they still don't feel qualified or competent enough, which kind of proves that feeling good enough, feeling confident, feeling competent has nothing to do with your education or credentials and has everything to do with feeling good enough from the inside. Now, what is imposter syndrome, just so we make sure that we talk, we all talk about the same thing. And please let me know in the comments if this is resonating with you, if you have any questions. I want your feedback and if I have to expand on anything that we are covering today, please let me know. Imposter syndrome is basically persistently feeling like a fraud among the real deal people. So I have um, friends who work in an office and they basically told me, I am waiting for the day. My boss is going to walk in and tell me I'm fired. And I'm like, what do you mean? And they say, yeah, it's just the way I'm feeling. I feel like I don't belong there. Everyone around me is so much smarter and it's just a matter of time before they find out that I don't know what I'm supposed to be knowing. It's not true, but that's how they feel. We're doubting ourselves and our competences despite our achievements. Such a huge one too. You have a mile long of achievements behind you, whether that's academic and your work, or just, you know, being extremely resourceful and um, what's the word I'm looking for? Resilient and having overcome major life events. Which is a huge achievement, but still undermining it, saying, oh, it's normal, or everybody would have done the same, et cetera, et cetera. Also, kind of feeling like the dumbest person in the room. Or if we look at our peers or people who are in a similar niche, we kind of have this nagging inner feeling that they all know more, that somehow or somewhat they are better at what they do than we are at what we do. And basically, any sentence that starts with, who am I to? link. So who am I to charge high ticket um, prices? Who am I to do a live on Instagram talking uh, talking about a topic even though I just got started? Who am I to dare dream about a six or seven figure business? Who am I to think that I can manifest things when so many other people who have more blah 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 can do better? Now if you've ever started a few sentences with who am I say who am I in the comments I'm interested and we are all guilty of this even like and it can also backfire when you're successful so I've also had clients super successful tens of thousands of followers on Instagram and then when we work together, they're like, yeah, but who am I to be here? Like, I didn't achieve anything. I don't deserve to be this successful. Like, I'm a fraud. Or some people work way harder or have more qualifications or their programs are better. They should have 10,000 followers on Instagram, not me. Like, I don't even know how I got here. So this is typical imposter syndrome. Now, some of the most easy, easy easily recognizable signs. Oopsie, I have to close my Chrome give me a second, is feeling like a fraud among the real deal people. And let me know in the comments which one resonates with you. Or it feels uncomfortable asking to be paid what you are worth or what your program is worth. Or we want to get more diplomas or trainings to feel ready. That was such a huge one with me. I became a book bookaholic <laughs> after I finished my RTT training and I had already um, trained in EFT. I became the biggest bookaholic. So I would like order all of these amazing books uh, on NLP, on deeper hypnosis methods, just in case I had that one difficult client that I couldn't deal with. So I was reading and the more I read, the dumber I felt, the more I realized how little I knew. And it was this never ending vicious circle Feeling like, oh my god, even when I finish this book, there are so many other books that I still need to read because there are so many more ways to expand my knowledge in hypnosis or in NLP, and it's a vicious circle. And that it was maybe the healthiest version because at least I wasn't spending any money. But I have so many amazing clients, or just people in my audience or friends who get certification after certification. So they do RCT and then they do timeline therapy, and then they're like, oh, but what if? they come up with this huge trauma. So they they train in trauma, which nothing wrong with that, right? And then they're like, okay, no, this is good. But what if someone needs more like life coaching? So they get a training in life coaching or certification in life coaching. And now that they've done life coaching, they're like, yeah, I could could actually deepen my NLP knowledge. So let's throw an NLP course on top of that. Three years later, 20 grand later, they still haven't started their business and they still don't feel qualified enough. Um, Feeling stuff like, Why would a client pick me when there are so many people who have been in the game longer? This is super, super common too. It can almost feel normal. Some people would be like, duh, it's common sense. If someone has been in the game longer, then clients would want to work with them and not with you. Absolutely fucking not. This is a limiting belief. How long someone has been in the game says nothing about their ability to help their clients. There are some very terrible coaches and therapists out there who've been doing what they do for 20 years. And you have great therapists and coaches or anything out there who've been doing what they're doing for 20 years. And then you also have people who just got started and who are absolutely brilliant, have great intuition and can deeply connect with people. Again, who am I to? Or I got lucky, I can't do it again. This this form of imposter syndrome usually hits a bit further along in business, but not necessarily when okay, I've had a big launch or I've successfully got my first five, 10, 20 clients. It really doesn't matter. And there is this nagging, consistent, persistent, small voice in my mind that says, well, I just got lucky or I don't know where my next client is going to come from or that launch was amazing, but it was just because of my coach on my own. I could not do it again. This is also typically imposter syndrome. Let me check the chat box to make sure I didn't miss anything. I've been feeling inferior for a long time. So sorry to hear that, Andrea, but it's a very common feeling and something that we can deal with rather easily. I don't want to say it's easy, it's simple. It's not always easy, but it's simple and it doesn't have to take forever. Many of you are resonating with this. There are so many horrible therapists and coaches out there. Oh, so many. Absolutely. I mean, I don't want to say terrible because that's kind of judgmental, but yeah, some people would suggest do what they do and it's not really efficient, but you know, that's their life, not our problem. Now, why do we care about imposter syndrome? Well, we miss out on opportunities. So one of the things I've seen the most in corporate world is that you get a promotion or there is this position that opens in the company or you're just reading in an ad about a specific position and we don't apply for the job because we feel underqualified, right? We, we look at the requirements and we're like, oh my God, no, I can't do that. And there is actually some very interesting studies that show that men will apply for a job if they kind of feel like they have 50 or 60% of what what is described on the job description. So it's, if it says they have to be proficient in two languages and they are kind of half proficient, proficient in one, they're like, yeah, that's fine. I'll figure it out. And even if some of the items on the job descriptions, like they don't even know how to do it, they apply anywhere anyway. Whereas women typically want to feel that they can do absolutely everything on that job description and more. So they will not apply and they miss out on so so many opportunities because there's this voice in their mind lying to them and telling them that they're not qualified enough. And we all know that when you get a new job and you have new systems and new environment, new colleagues, you have to learn so much on the job as you get started So actually, no one is technically super qualified before you get started. You always have a learning curve, but men tend, let's not overgeneralize, but tend to just go for it. And women tend to wait until they feel more qualified. Of course, undercharging, how can we ever charge our happy price? And we'll talk about the happy price tomorrow. How can we charge our happy price if deep down we feel like a fraud? The answer is simple. We can't. I tried so hard, so hard to sell just a one month program that was 800 Swiss francs, which is about $800, an amazing program of a lot of support, super transformational, and just thinking about the 800 made my skin crawl, So I was completely incapable of selling any of those programs for two whole months until I slightly shifted my energy. And then I managed and it it felt so icky and awkward that the people I attracted in that one month program were actually difficult to work with. Lovely people, but difficult cases. Once I got rid of that inner BS, the clients I attracted in my very first program I launched when I started my online business, it's the imposter syndrome terminator program, I it was, I decided it was $3,600. That was my happy price. It was a three-month program. And I got the nicest, dreamiest, easiest clients to work with. And after the three months, they were so grateful, gave the best testimonials, talked to all of their friends, like it was the best experience ever. And that was just down to shifting energy. Of course, when we have imposter syndrome, we feel we can't fully be ourselves, right because we feel like a fraud so let's just, let's just say that you want to do business a certain way and then you look around to peers or colleagues who do something similar in the industry and you see that they're doing things differently and now imposter syndrome makes a major comeback and says oh my god like who am i they're doing things differently i i don't know enough so i'm just going to emulate what they do because it seems to be working but when we do that We aren't fully and authentically being ourselves and we step out of alignment. And for those of you who are familiar with energy and the law of attraction and manifestation, alignment is one of the keys to abundance. When we are out of alignment, when we are doing something or coming across as someone who we don't really resonate with deep down or who we know is not truly ourselves, it is so much harder, not impossible, but so much harder to attract things to us. Of course, it's going to trigger perfectionism and analysis paralysis or procrastination. So analysis paralysis happens when we doubt so much on the smallest things that it becomes really hard to basically produce anything. So we overthink a social media post, we overthink a presentation, we wonder if our webinar sucks or is awesome, and we basically don't get much done because we spend so much time perfecting and analyzing. And of course, perfectionism, wanting to control everything, wanting everything to be perfect on the outside is very often, if not always, a reflection of not feeling good enough on the inside. And this is why I can't care less about my typos. Some of you who've been in the group for a long time or following me for quite a while know that my spelling is bad. And some people say, oh, it's because English is not your mother tongue. No, no, no. I've read like, I've, I've written a master thesis in English, 150 pages. I know how to write in English. It's just that I can't be bothered and I have never taken the time to do inner work to start, start, stop making typos because I could not care less. I could not care less whether it's perfect or not. And some people have called me out and said, oh, it's so unprofessional. And that is completely fine. They're entitled to have their opinion, but that's not the people I would want to work with anyway. So, yeah, queen of typos is now part of the branding. If you see one of my posts and test typos, you know that I wrote it. Now, obviously, point number four or five here. We feel uncomfortable when talking about our offers, and people feel it. You know, communication is 70%. Body language and energy, and only 30% of what you actually say, the words that flow out of your mouth. And when we feel uncomfortable talking about our offers, people will feel it and it makes it so much more difficult to find clients. Wasting money on certifications we don't need and programs that won't solve our problem of feeling imposter syndrome. So I've worked with PhDs who still feel like the dumbest person in the room and who, and who feel underqualified. I've worked, as I said before, with people who have so many amazing certifications but it didn't really help them at all, you know, feel better. And of course we don't go live. We don't show our face. We aren't ma- really making ourselves visible and visibility is not the only part, but it's a big part of having an online business and getting online clients. If you don't show your face, if you don't go live, if you don't do video, you don't have to, of course, and you can manifest however you want, but it's so much easier and it goes so much faster to connect with an audience and, to, and that an audience develops a connection and trust relationship with you when you actually show your face. Last but not least, and most importantly, we can't fully receive abundance or anything, anything, uh, a car, a significant other, the perfect flat, uh, new friendships, if we feel we sorry typo, (laughs) we feel we aren't good enough or that we don't deserve it. If we feel that we don't deserve something because we feel like a fraud, how can, how the, how the hell can we ever manifest something if the vibration that is coming out of our being is that we don't deserve to get it? Again, not impossible, but very difficult. Now, good news, quantum physics so i spent so much time i always was almost was late for this live stream trying to find an image that could depict depict is how do you say that could be a good depiction of the quantum field and maybe you have another representation of the quantum field quantum physics is a very complex topic i'm going to try to uh, synthesize it don't Do your own research, because it will explain it way better than I will. But basically, the main aspects. In the quantum fields, there is no time and space. And just that is a very odd or abstract concept, meaning that there is no past, there's no future, there's no present. Everything happens simultaneously. And there are an infinite amount of dimensions where basically everything you want available where several versions of yourself exist simultaneously and the way to jump on another dimension or reality is to connect energetically with that version of you on that dimension in the quantum field let me know if you've uh already heard about the quantum field i hope i'm not speaking like a foreign language right now and basically the way we quantum leap maybe some of you have already heard about quantum leaping quantum leaping basically meaning manifesting something really big or moving from one reality to another one so for example not having any clients to having a 10k month within two months that would be maybe considered as a quantum leap so basically jumping on another dimension um and i lost my train of thought but the way we quantum leap so we jump to another dimension is by changing our energy for example through healing shifting beliefs and blueprints subconscious work affirmations etc etc and the more you use the subconscious mind and your energetic system versus conscious effort and willpower the easier and the faster it will go and basically when you change your emotions you switch to a new dimension and emotion is means energy in motion so as soon as you switch your emotion you basically quantum leap or you jump to another dimension. So let's imagine that we are on one of these tiny points. For those of you listening to a podcast, you'll have to catch the the live video, but you are on one of these tiny points, the light on this image. And in this reality right now, let's assume that you're happy with your business. You're making, just just as an example, 10K months, but you have, I don't know, you'd like to scale to 20 and have a team who can help you and that's basically it if you have a hypnosis or an energy session that basically switched a belief an established belief that was ingrained in your mind and suddenly you wake up one morning knowing that you can have it without a shadow of a doubt the more you believe and the stronger the emotion is, the faster you will jump on basically another one of the new dots of the uh, little white dots where that will be your reality. And the best example I can give you, maybe it's one of the easiest examples, and it are the miraculous, and I think there's a typo there too, healings. So I've been to a Dr. Joe week-long meditation retreat, and many people go to these retreats because they have a physical element, they have an illness, or they're going through something in their life that they want to heal. And other people want to go there because they want, you know, to meditate, they want to connect with the mystical, they want to jump to another dimension, etc. And while I was there, we did this healing on a lady who had cancer. And There is this very specific healing. It's part of the week-long meditation retreat. And after that, she came out of it and she told us, she told us after the eight of us did the healing, it's gone. I know it's gone. And sure enough, she did the test when she went back to her home country, they did the test. The doctor could not believe what he saw on the, on the test results on the scanner or whatever she did. Cancer, gone. Now, how the hell is that possible? It basically goes back to the idea that there are infinite dimensions that exist simultaneously in the now because there is no time and space, meaning that if you connect energetically with the version of you that is healthy and healed and the emotion is really strong, which it was during that specific healing because it was eight of us sending her love. And for those of you who are familiar, love is oneness. And oneness is the purest, highest form of energy. So by sending her love, it switched the energy in her field. I'm going to have to drink a bit of water. And when her energy switched, she quantum leaped to a new dimension and connected with the version of self that was already healthy. And that's how it happened in basically an instant. It was like 45 minutes in that specific case. Another miraculous healing, and maybe a few of you have heard the stories. I don't story. I don't really share it that much. In February of 2017, my dad, my father, was involved in a skiing accident, which resulted in a severe traumatic brain injury. Uh, can't remember the exact term. It's because uh, I know the term in French, but not in English. But basically, the axions, 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 basically part of brain cells got damaged. And according to doctor, that is irreversible. So, does it mean that the person can't heal? Not really, but because part, another part of the brain can basically compensate for the part of the brain that's been damaged. That's neuroplasticity, it's our ability to create new neurological connections. Basically, at any time, and that's also how you create new patterns. But basically, he was in a very, very bad place. For three weeks, he was literally in another dimension. He was very paranoid. Uh, he recognized us, but he had kind of no notion of where he was, why he was there. And he basically was in an imaginary world. He would give us stuff that didn't exist, he would point to stuff on the wall that didn't exist, and he would tell a lot of really awkward stories that made no sense. And then things became a bit worse because he didn't understand why he was in the hospital. So he wanted to leave. And he became verbally aggressive with the staff of the hospital, basically saying, you are keeping me here against my will. I want to get the fuck out of here, Uh, let me out. And it was so strange because part of his mind was really coherent. So he could have a very coherent conversation if you talked about like a topic he knew, but at the same time, he had no awareness of what had happened. So they said, okay, well, basically either he cooperates or we have to send him to like a psychiatric hospital. And my mom and I did not want that at all because our own beliefs doesn't mean it's right or wrong, but we didn't want him to give him so much medicine that he would basically become a zombie. So we said, no, we will never let him go there, but we basically had to make him cooperate, but he didn't even Um, remember that he had a skiing accident so try to explain to someone that their brain has been damaged they need re-education they need physical and neurological therapy to someone who doesn't believe they had an accident so a very tricky situation and when the doctors said that we basically had like 15 minutes to talk with my dad and put some sense into him and I wasn't there but my mom was with him so she called me I was in Uh, at university i was kind of doing all of the the uh, journeys back and forth taking the train at the other end of the country it was a tough period and she said like send energy now and back then i didn't know anything about energy i I was always a bit spiritual believed there was a higher power but hadn't done any work at all didn't know about the subconscious mind etc so when she said that i had never prayed so hard in my life but i basically imagined um that I was sending a ray of light to him to the place he was in the hospital and all of the friends and family members who said that they were thinking about him and sending him positive vibes I literally imagine all of the rays of lights and positive vibes from all of the places in the country or in the world where our friends are based and all of those rays of light arriving to him and going in his mind and putting some sense into him so he could cooperate so kind of like a utopic vision that I was holding in my mind asking God to help and my mom went in there and she basically took his hand and said listen you need to listen to me so let me talk don't interrupt me you need to cooperate and she basically retold the story we had already told 200 times and that he never wanted to listen that he had a skiing accident he injured his head the hospital and the staff members were trying to help him but he need to cooperate and I kid you not Within literally one or two minutes, he looked at my mom a bit confused and he said, I had a skiing accident and he didn't deny it. And she said, yes, you had a skiing accident. This is why you're here. You need to cooperate. And in, a, in one instant, like this, like, like, like clicking my fingers, he was back, completely back. So no talking shit, no talking, like pointing to imaginary stuff not being in a paranoid state. He he was the, the the dad I know he usually is healed. Boom. And we first thought it was just temporary, like a moment of lucidity that would fade away. But from that moment, he was back and he never went. He, he never reversed to his old state after the injury. And we saw all of the scans and we saw the brain hemorrhage. So we had evidence that his brain had been affected. And the doctors walk into the room and He basically says, oh, my wife just explained the situation. I'm so sorry I was rude to you. Of course, I'm going to cooperate. I'm really happy, you know, to have all of your support. I'm here to heal. The doctors could not believe what the hell they were hearing. Because like five minutes ago, he was talking about, you know, aliens and people trying to attack him with big metal balls, like a bunch of utter fantasy. And they could not believe it. And to this day, the doctors do not know how the hell. This healing happened. They could not explain it. They said, oh, you know, sometimes with the brain. But for them, he was going to stay in a delirious state forever. And his odds of healing were not that bad based on the severity of the traumatic brain injury. So this was a pretty long story to give another, yet another example of quantum leaping. So even though we knew nothing about energy, we basically set an intention. And this is one of the formulas to manifestation. We set a specific intention of him coming back to his senses, or at least cooperating, um, combined with an elevated emotion. So sending the highest form of emotion and healing, which is love. Positive vibes, imagining that all of the people were doing the same towards him. And literally in an instant, he jumped from the crazy, delirious dimension to basically the dimension where he was healed. You can't explain it with science. You can explain it with quantum physics, however. So this is why we love quantum physics, like not a sad story, my dad is completely fine now, he is exactly like he used to be before his accident, the only thing that has changed is that now he likes crisps, like crispy snacks, he used to say that that's a bunch of shitty junk food and it wasn't really forbidden in our home and uh, allowed in our home and now he really likes crispy snacks before dinner and we, we really laugh about it and he doesn't like salad anymore he thinks it's rabbit food and he used to eat a lot of salad those are the literally the only things that have changed so moving on what we want quantum leaps because the only, only thing you need to do and let's imagine i hope you can see the mouse yes you can let's imagine you're here right now and where you want to go is there and let's imagine that there is like I don't know, it really doesn't matter, but it's living in your dream flat, having the greatest relationship with your significant others, families, and friends, and having a business that you know, generates consistent income that gives you freedom and happiness. And you're here now. Quantum leaping from point A to point B is not easy. It's not impossible, but it's not easy. However, you can make tiny jumps and every day of every week, kind of do like toink, twing 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 like a little rabbit and arrive at your final destination. And the only thing you need to do, and this is the amazing part, I'm going to stop screen sharing for just a second, the amazing part of quantum leaps that we don't necessarily have to do this huge leap where we go from A to B and we don't even believe it's possible. But let's imagine that today you have a shitty thought such as I'm a fraud, no one would invest in me. And tomorrow you replace that thought with, okay, I sometimes feel I don't know enough, but I still know more than many people out there. I still have valuable knowledge. You've just increased your energy now because that energy is way better than the previous thought and energy. And when you have a new thought, new thoughts produce new energy. You've just quantum leaped one step closer to your final goal. And this is all you need. It is not difficult as long as you're moving in the right direction, And as long as you're replacing old thoughts with new, healthier ones, your future can only upgrade. Mm -hmm. Now, what's the solution? You need to be and embody that version of you that already exists in the quantum field. So remember in the quantum field, everything you ever wanted already exists in in another dimension. And if it wasn't for us being conditioned to think that everything is separate and that we can't manifest, that's the way we are raised, kids can manifest very easily because they just believe if you tell them, oh, you can have whatever you want, they will will trust you and they can manifest so much faster. So embodying that version of you that already exists in the quantum field, that version of you who has everything that you want, how? Among others, using the imposter syndrome terminator framework. Get ready for some magic. The imposter syndrome terminator framework is based on three simple pillars. Once you know that, imposter syndrome flies out of the window because imposter syndrome cannot live in this environment where you master these three pillars. And once imposter syndrome is gone and you boost your self-worth and you feel worthy of receiving all of the abundance that you want, you basically unleash your inner abundance magnet and the three pillars are basically eliminating blocks and sabotage which we talked about yesterday boosting your self-confidence and having solid self-worth once you combine these three elements imposter syndrome is gone more specifically here are all of the kind of subsections or subcategories that belong to these three pillars so when we eliminate blocks and sabotage we basically let go of procrastination sabotage is no longer an issue and we heal or at least alleviate energetic disruptions that were hanging out in our subconscious mind. And we do this bit by bit, right? It's not an instant process. Self-confidence is all about knowing that you are qualified, ditching perfectionism and analysis paralysis, believing that you can and deserve to have what you want and being completely comfortable with visibility. And last but not least, self-worth, all about being yourself and feeling great about showing up as your authentic self healthy boundaries, so you never ever again answer on a client message on a Saturday or Sunday, and even healthy boundaries, you know, with your time, so we don't work on the weekend because we believe that we don't need to overwork to attract abundance, healthy boundaries is also saying no to the wrong clients, to the hyena, mean, annoying clients, so we can make more space for amazing dream clients from heaven. And charging you happy price because you know, you know you are worth it. So once you nail these three pillars at a greater level, you also master all of these sub-pillars. And this is the formula to smashing imposter syndrome and unleashing, unleashing your abundance magnet. And the great news, it doesn't even have to take a long time. My imposter syndrome terminator program, my one-on-one program used to be three months. And we got a lot of stuff done in three months with my one-on-one clients. They were getting clients. Most of them got clients after only three months. They were smashing procrastination. They were charging what they wanted to charge. They were going on lives. And that is what happens when you use the power of the subconscious mind and the power of energy. Now, how it worked for me. Then, back then, so remember, if you tuned into yesterday, when I started my business as a therapist, as an EFT, and then later RTT therapist, I was hoping to build a face-to-face local business based on recommendations and word of mouth. Never happened, unfortunately, but it was for the greater good. I was meant to come online. Back then, my energy, my thoughts, my emotions, my beliefs were basically feeling super awkward about a 300 hypnosis session. I felt it was so too high. It was a ripoff and I was stressing about them getting results. I felt super uncomfortable on discovery calls. I procrastinated procrastinated about social media for 7 full months. So from the moment someone told me you need to get yourself on social media and the moment I finally found the courage to do it, it was 7 full months. Like looking back I could have could have saved myself so much blood, sweat and tears. Constantly reading books to feel more competent. I was a bookaholic. Um, I would talk over an hour, that was ridiculous, I can still remember those days, during discovery calls, and most of them would say no, so the the discovery call would turn into like a therapy slash coaching slash tell me about how miserable your life is, and hopefully I can make you feel better kind of call, and never, no one ever bought the program, I felt invisible And that people saw me as a friend, but not a mentor. And that was such a damaging, limiting belief. And the moment I did hypnosis on that and it was gone, I had a 25K launch. I basically had this weird feeling based on all of my experiences with men that they really liked me, but never invested emotionally in me because they had an excuse. And I developed the belief that people in my audience like they really like me they like my content but they see me as a friend and not a mentor and because that was my self-image of being a friend and not some someone they invest in well no one invested in me as simple as that we manifest what we think we are I felt I was depriving people I had no high-end offers and no financial freedom absolutely no clue how I would ever hit six figures but I was kind of trying to manifest it and I made like 7k in eight months which is not bad, but it wasn't enough to pay for the bills. How it worked now, once I shifted all of these beliefs and why once I basically used the imposter syndrome terminator framework that we discussed before, thought about a long time about before coming up with this framework is I have offers ranging from 27 to $27 to $12,000. And I feel great about every single one of them. I don't feel sleazy. I don't feel awkward. I see the value in absolutely everything in my product suite. And it's just for different persons, people at different points in time. I love application calls. I actually convert almost all of them. I love going live. I like to chat. I'm a complete chatter. I read books because I want to, not because I have to. Um, I know that I off, what I offer is valuable for the right people and trust that the perfect people always come my way. So I don't get difficult clients and I never get difficult clients. All of my clients are the biggest, amazing sweethearts and get massive results. I trust that the perfect people come my way and that selling is serving and that they make the decision to invest in themselves uh, over 160 clients hit seven six figures in seven months without ads so all organic with a pretty small audience and abundance magnet is on viral content clients dropping clients dropping from the sky unexpected help and opportunities uh, i get emails with people wanting wanting to pay me to do hypnosis in their groups like the most random stuff ever but most importantly i still have doubts and fears daily and I'm not kidding you but I just accept them as growth and the fact that I'm out of my comfort zone and out of your comfort zone is how you grow instead of feeling like an imposter and I also have powerful tools to deal with all of these emotions that pop up instead of basically letting them dictate my life and you can do the same why I'm telling all of describing all of this I am no special unicorn what we need to understand is As a person who has consciousness flowing through you, and everyone has consciousness, otherwise we wouldn't be alive. Consciousness is what makes our body work, is infinite intelligence. As someone who has consciousness flowing through you, you have a birth-given ability and right to connect with the abundance of the quantum field. And once you do that, and once, just like we talked about before, you can quantum leap to a new dimension step by step, day by day. This is how you can manifest anything you've ever wanted, including clients and abundance. It is just, and I say just like quote unquote, about shifting our energy because energy is energy in emotion, uh, emotions, because emotions is energy in motions, shifting our beliefs and firmly believing that we deserve to get what we want now let's talk about a few tactics and technical things and truths you can apply right now to smash imposter syndrome especially feeling like a fraud this is a very simple graphic but that says a lot and let me drink i'm thirsty so You know more about your topic than you think you do. So what happens in your mind and what used to happen in my mind and what happens is in many, many people's mind. By the way, imposter syndrome is 70%, affects 70% of people working. 70%. And those are the official numbers. So the unofficial numbers are probably way more. So if you feel imposter syndrome, you're not alone. Here is our assumption. So we basically think we know this much. And for those of you listening to the podcast, I'm going to try to describe this to you, but basically we think we know just a tiny bit. And uh, I lost my train of thought, sorry. The assumption, so you feel that you know only this much and you feel that other people around you Know ten times as much as you do, so way more. That is your assumption. That is what imposter syndrome is telling you. In reality, this is what they know about your specific topic, and this is what you know about your topic. So let's just say that you are a trained yoga teacher, and as a yoga teacher or yoga instructor, you hang out, hang out with a lot of yoga people, a lot of yogis, and a lot of peers who also teach yoga. And because your environment is surrounded with people who love yoga and people who do yoga and people who teach yoga and know about yoga and have studied yoga, blah, 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 yoga, you get the biased belief and misconception that everyone around you knows about yoga. This is a, a psychological bias. So it's something we think is true, but is not. The reality is that if you look at the 8 billion people on the planet, less than one out of a hundred or one out of a thousand actually knows anything about yoga. So compared to a representative sample, compared to the general population, you know way more about yoga than they will ever know. So if you just focus on people around you who are also experts in a similar field than you, it is so easy to fall for the fallacy that you are the dumbest person in the room or that you don't know enough because you are biasing yourself with false information. You feel that the people around you represent the general population when in fact they don't. Super simple example is that I have a master's in accounting and finance. And because I studied with people who are doing the exact same master's program, I felt like you know, cal- calculating interest on a mortgage is like the dumbest thing ever. Everyone can do that because even that in my circle was literally the dumbest thing ever. Like even if you knew nothing about finance, you still knew how to do that. But then when I talk with friends and family members or peers, or not peers, or just people around me, some of them th- don't have a clue how to calculate interest on a mortgage loan. And it's because they don't know. It's not because they're stupid. They just don't have that information. So I can fool myself into thinking that what I know is common sense or common knowledge, when in fact it's not it's just common sense and common knowledge with my peers who happen to study the exact same thing so we're biasing ourselves with a wrong just based on the people around us rather than the general population so the bottom line is you know way more than you think you know and people around you know way less about your specific topic than you think they know Like just picture this, now all I can see around me is business and spiritual coaches. But two years ago, when I wasn't online, I also had Facebook and I never saw any business coaches or spiritual mindset coaches. For me, they did not exist. And now that I'm tuning into them and now that I'm in that field, I just feel like everybody knows what I'm talking about when in fact that is not true. Moving on. Confidence smashing this, I'm a fraud feeling again. The second most powerful thing you can do after subconscious work, some of which we've done yesterday, is controlling your ants. Ants are automatic negative thoughts, ants for short, because a thought always leads to a feeling and feeling leads to energy. So the energy that we are vibrating, the electromagnetic field around us, plus actions, And our energy and our actions determine our life. We saw that in the quantum field slide, but also it makes sense, right? The actions you take will determine your life. So as a rule of thumb, never, ever, ever say something that your next level self wouldn't say ever. Because remember, I'm going to try to find the slide easily without getting lost in my presentation, but... uh, here if your next level future self who has manifested everything you ever wanted is here that person has a specific set of thoughts beliefs and an energy so for example if you want to have 10k months the version of you who already has 10k months think it's thinks it's normal that it's easy to find clients that clients flow naturally so if you want that to become your reality you have to think and feel like that person, like that version of you once you've reached your goal. So thinking thoughts, entertaining thoughts that don't match our next level self is recipe for staying in the exact same place. Because again, thoughts determine your energy and energy determine what you attract. So when I started my business, I never thought stuff like so I tuned into the version of me who was booked on her one-on-one and I was like okay if I was booked on my one-on-one if I was fully booked I didn't have any spots left would I ever accept a client who is not that respectful no never would I ever think or feel something like what if I can't fight clients no I wouldn't think and feel those things because I would be fully booked so Even when I had no clients, I decided that I would never compromise my boundaries and I would never accept anything else than a dream client because my next version of myself who already has what she wants, she wouldn't settle for a mean client. So why would I settle for a mean client if that's the future I want to manifest? And I also never thought or I try to never entertain thoughts like, well, what if I can't find clients? Because again, my next level self who's already fully booked would just never think such a thing. This is a very good rule of thumb. Each time a thought pops into your mind and that feels bad, it means that that thought is not aligned with the possibilities that exist for you. And it would be very helpful to replace it with a better thought. Now, for example, let's say the thought is, what if my clients don't get results? The feeling that is triggered is fear, anxiety, or maybe a sense of unease about our offer. Because of that feeling, the action is... We don't talk about our offer, or we are almost apologetic when talking about the price on a discovery call. And then the result is that the person at the other end of the call or Zoom feels that something is off and loses trust or decides not to invest in the program. And then because we can't attract anyone, we're like, oh my God, I'm not attracting anyone. What if my program sucks? What if my clients don't get results? And it is a negative feedback loop that goes round and round and round. Now, if we just replace the thought by a slightly healthier one, we don't even need to have crazy thoughts like, I am a billionaire, I can manifest that tomorrow, because it's just too far. But what if we say, no need to reinvent the wheel, I just need to be two steps ahead of my ideal client. I don't need to know everything, I don't need to become a bookaholic or a certificationaholic, I just need to be two steps ahead. The feeling is reassurance. We feel at peace, we are comfortable. So the action is that we confidently talk about our offer, keeping our ideal client in mind, and your ideal client is two steps behind you. And the result is that the person feels we know we can help them, they trust us, and they're way more likely to invest in us, which boosts our confidence and our energy. Now, here are a few assumptions that can appear to be true but are false. Number one, everybody already knows what I'm going to say. No, they don't. Some do, and that's normal. Some don't, and they need help. So I could think or feel, oh, what's the point of doing this training if, you know, people already know everything about quantum physics and are already millionaires? Well, this training is not for someone who has mastered quantum physics and is already a millionaire, or maybe they just want to become a billionaire and this training would help them too, right? So when we think everybody already knows what I'm going to say, this is... a a psychological bias. Not everyone already knows. Some people know and others don't. And the people who don't need that information. Assumption, I need to know it all before I can help people. So you kind of have to become the Tony Robbins of mindset before you're allowed to have mindset clients. Again, not true. You only need to be two steps ahead of your ideal client. And actually, it's usually Way easier to convert a client who's only two steps behind than a client who's 10 steps behind. Because let's imagine now that I just, you know, find an Instagram profile, business coach, a spiritual coach uh, who helps people scale to a hundred million a year, just to take a dumb example. And not necessarily dumb, but like an extreme example. For me, a hundred million a year in revenue, so that's nine figures, is so far for now that I can't really see it as a reality that I can manifest right now. So I'm actually not going to be able to connect with that person or their program because it's so there are so many steps ahead of me that I just can't connect with the outcome. Whereas if I stumble across a profile who says, I don't know, manifest your next six-figure launches and make a million in a year, I'm like, okay, that's two steps ahead of me. That is the person that can really understand where I'm at because she's been here or she has been there not so long ago and they can tell me or help me or mentor me to go from A to B. So only being two steps ahead of your clients is very often a massive advantage rather than a disadvantage because your clients will connect with you way more if they can believe that you understand them and that you've been through what they are going through and that you have successfully evolved to two steps ahead because if you could do it and if you used to be in their position, then they will trust you to help them do the same. Again. If people pay me more, so that's a limiting belief, I have so much more responsibility for their results. That used to be a huge one for me where I was like, okay, more money, more responsibility. And I felt so responsible, so responsible that I was just repelling clients away because I didn't want the burden of responsibility. Wrong. High-end clients, 99.9% of the time, take full responsibility for their life. They don't expect to be fixed because people who are willing to put two, three, five, ten, twenty thousand 10, $20,000 on the table for whatever program or whatever they're buying, in almost all of the cases, they naturally take responsible responsibility for their life and results usually not always because i've had amazing clients who paid you know very low for some programs or for some bundles but usually the people who are the most difficult to work with who expect the most who blame complain and want to be fixed and want your attention 24 7 and need a babysitter are people who invest way less because they don't want to put any skin in the game they don't trust themselves they want other people to fix them and they're not ready to make a big investment so they're like okay i want i'm gonna pay a hundred Dollars and I want everything. So they basically want to pay Airbnb price and get five star hotel service, which doesn't work. Last but not least, I need to reinvent the wheel. I need to be unique or I need to come up with some sort of new concept to get clients or how to get clients or whatever. No, you can just use the existing wheel and attract people because they know, like, and trust you. People don't invest in your program, or most of the time, don't invest in your program because of the information you give them. In the day and age of free information, where you can basically Google or YouTube, whatever you want, people don't buy information. People buy support. People buy guidance, mentorship. They invest in themselves through someone they trust, through someone they like, and through someone they feel understands them if it was just a matter of getting knowledge and information people get could get that information for free online so many people have not invented the wheel the wheel manifestation concepts and using energy to heal are hundreds of or not, if not thousands of years old right i didn't invent anything i'm just exi- using existing concepts to help people so many people have invented nothing or talk about the exact same thing like a broken record and still attract people i'm a massive fan of dr joe Dispenza, but if you listen to a lot of dr joe Dispenza stuff or when he's interviewed on podcasts he says the exact same thing over and over and over again and he's pretty advanced in his teachings but he doesn't feel the need to constantly reinvent the wheel and further his knowledge because his knowledge is already way more than enough and people need repetition to learn. Okie okay, dokie. Okay. Now, all about building that confidence. Let me check the comments to make sure I didn't miss anything. Good to hear your dad recovered. Yes, completely recovered and developed a crisp prediction. Why would we decide for our clients what they do or don't know? Oh, I love that, Anna. That's a very good point. Sometimes we're like, oh, they don't know this or they already know this and they don't. And this also goes with something we won't talk about that much, but that we definitely talk a whole lot in the Abundance Magnet program, but feeling responsible for a client's results and having some sort of expectation of where they need to be after they worked with us, that is often an an ego thing. Who are we to decide what is an appropriate or satisfactory result for our clients? Maybe they are at a point in their life where what they need is different than what we think they need. Maybe they need support, guidance, but not necessarily tangible results. Maybe those results will come out one or two or three months after you stop working with them because they are ready. Maybe their soul needs to go through a very specific set of circumstances that don't fit or match our conceptions of successful results. And it is not our role or our right to mess with people's very personal path and the the journey their soul is on which really alleviates the pressure to have to get results for your clients now all about building that confidence deeply believe point number one this is simple stuff but that makes you quantum leap like you, you would never believe sometimes you know less is more Deeply believe in the power of what you do so much so that you cannot care less if people don't agree. That basically smashes all of the fear of judgment, fear of like what people think, etc. When you believe deeply in what you do and someone doesn't agree, who cares? It's like, you know, we all know that we need oxygen to live. We just deeply believe that. So if someone comes now and says, no, like that's wrong, fake news, like it's not true. you you don't need oxygen to to live, you're going to be like, okay, like whatever, right? We can agree to disagree. It's not going to affect you. But when we do something that doesn't feel aligned or when we don't fully believe in what we do, then it's so much easier to be hit by imposter syndrome or fear of judgment. So super simple example, when I was a student in finance, I could not care less about stupid international financial reporting standards, IFRS. It's like the most boring shit ever, in my opinion. It's just because I wasn't meant to do that. So when we had to present about, I don't know, leasings, how to lease an airplane, according to article, I don't know, 17, my confidence was so shaky and I felt like a complete fraud because some I didn't believe truly believe in the power of IFRS. I thought it was a bunch of dumb rules. So if someone were to question what I was saying, I was really shaky. I would have felt like a fraud. Now versus now, where I fully believe in the the power of the subconscious mind and energy, someone can say, this is a bunch of BS. It doesn't work. You need meds to heal from depression. I can be like, okay, this is your opinion. Like we can agree to disagree, but I literally could not care less what they're thinking because i believe in what i do so deeply so as long as you have that belief you're going to majorly boost your confidence and talking about your offers is going to be so much easier point number two is that your job is not to convince anyone of what you do rather it's to build a relationship with people who are already on the same wavelength so again It is really nerve-wracking to think that with each post and with each live video or each time we put ourselves out there, we have to fight against a bunch of people who don't believe in what we do. That is just draining. When we shift our perspective and we realize, okay, well maybe 95% of people actually don't care or don't agree, but the 5% of 8 billion people is way more than enough for me to have clients and have interesting conversations. All I need is to talk and for my content to resonate with people who are already on the same wavelength. This is not a convincing mission. This is a connecting mission. Also, you only need to be two steps ahead. Only two steps ahead is your new mantra. That's all you need, two steps ahead. You don't need to know it all. You don't need more certifications. You don't need more qualifications. You just need to be two steps ahead. Point number four, do you be you? be in alignment, and follow what feels good to you. When we are out of alignment, it's really difficult to manifest and attract what we want because the universe is like, uh-uh-uh, you're not in alignment, you're not following your soul's purpose or what you're meant to be doing, so why would we ever support and sponsor you following a path that is not the right one for you, which makes sense, right? The universe being mean but being nice at the same time. If My my specific case is that having a face-to-face business was not in alignment, because how can you be a digital nomad if all of your clients is located in one physical place? So I tried really hard to build my face-to-face therapy business, and it never worked. Looking back, it was out of alignment. Last but not least, unfollow all of the people who make you feel doubt or that you compare yourself to. When we start comparing yourself, it's like a very slippery slope because we second guess everything we are doing. And especially if imposter syndrome is already living rent-free in our mind, it makes it so much more difficult when we see what other people are doing to not doubt ourselves. So just unfollow. doesn't mean we don't love them. doesn't mean we don't respect them. Just for the sake of our mental health and imposter syndrome, we just unfollow everyone. I used to have this amazing, like a very, like not a friend, an Insta friend who was in the same niche, also an RT therapist. And she was like pricing her programs way differently than I would have. And she was two steps ahead. So she was making quite a bit of money. And I realized in the beginning how much it made me doubt. And the doubt just made me lose all of my power. I was constantly doubting, procrastinating, comparing my rates to hers, wondering if I was doing the right thing. It was the most unproductive thing ever. So I just unfollowed everyone and did what felt best to me. Let me see the comments. Can we charge our dream price now instead of waiting to have more experience? Absolutely, hell fucking yes. Oh, oh yes. And we'll talk about this in a few seconds, but charging, and we'll talk about it more actually tomorrow when it comes to creating a profitable business. Charging, like determining how to charge has basically nothing to do with how much experience you have or the credentials you have. It's all about our clients getting the results they want. And them getting the results they want is us being two steps ahead of them. That's pretty much it. Very simple formula. So if you can help your clients, that's all that matters. Let's imagine that you have a knee surgeon who has like five PhDs, who's done research his entire life, but not that much practice. And because based of all of his credentials, he charges amount, I don't know, X, 10 grand for your knee surgery. Would you rather go to him or go to someone who has zero credentials, but who's just the best knee surgeon in town? Like he comes from a shitty university, no, no no, great papers, but everyone who goes to him gets, you know, can go back, resume to their sport activity, are pain-free. Well, we go to the person who gets us results. And in some cases, especially in coaching or therapy or online business, Sometimes helping clients get results has very little to do with how much experience we have. Of course, the more experience we have, the better we become at what we do. But when I sold my very first program, my one-on-one imposter syndrome terminator program, I had very little experience and charged 3,600. And my clients were getting fantastic results and that's all that mattered. Um, So coming across as an expert, I moved on to a different slide. Uh, let me still check if I miss anything in chat box. Okay. Um, so as we said before, what do you absolutely absolutely believe to be true that you cannot be unconvinced of? Tuning into that truth and having the confidence about what you believe to be true will automatically give you some expertise vibes. Because you just, whatever someone says, you're like, okay, fine, like, we can agree to disagree, but I believe in this, and experts believe in what they do. Expertise is not about credentials. Expertise is about giving your clients what they want. End of the story. Expertise is also an inner feeling. It's all about self-worth and self-confidence, knowing that we know enough and that we can help people. Now, one of the very common root causes of feeling the exact opposite of feeling we can't help people and that we don't know enough is when as kids, we were confronted to situations where we tried really hard and it never worked. So maybe our dad, you know, was an alcoholic or even like a less tragic situation. Maybe he was working very long hours. And as a kid, innocent child, we think, oh, well, maybe if I'm really nice and I clean my room and I have good grades my dad will spend more time with me, He will spend less time at work, or maybe he will stop drinking. But that never happens. And it has nothing to do with us. But the belief that forms in our mind is, whatever I do, it never works out. Or no matter how hard I try, I can't get the result I want. And this is a very damaging belief when it comes to our clients. Coming across as an expert is also accepting the truth and fact that we all grow as we go rather than waste time on perfection. The way I developed all of my programs and the way I grew the business and had was able to launch a mastermind is that I first had my one-on-one clients and got great experience with working with them. And so a bunch of stuff that came up during my sessions and I worked together. And based on that, I was then able to create programs that really made sense and help people. I didn't learn or create those programs based on books right roger federer our national star did not become the best tennis player in the world by working by reading books about how to play tennis he went out there played a lot of matches won a lot lost a lot and that's how you develop expertise expertise doesn't come expertise is developed through experience through being on the field and actually doing the things And last but not least, no discounts on your one-on-one ever. Experts don't do discounts. Just imagine, knee surgeon example again. You go to a knee surgeon and he says, hey, so thank you so much for booking an appointment. So in fact, um, I just recently graduated. And don't worry, I got my practice that I needed to get. And I know how to do surgery, but since I just got started, you'll get a discount on the surgery and it's 6,000 instead of 10,000. Like, would you ever get knee surgery with someone who says that? I would hope not, right? It's the biggest red flag. Experts don't do discounts because they know that their programs are amazing. So even if your program is actually amazing, but it's just imposter syndrome messing with your mind when you discount your one-on-one, not because, or your any program really, not because the program is not good, but because imposter syndrome is making you freak out about your prices, you basically signal, signaling is a financial term, you signal the market that you don't believe in your product. And that is exactly what we manifest. Now, important note, imposter syndrome, as well as undercharging in general, stems from basically one root cause. And that root cause is not feeling good enough or not feeling safe about being successful. And this will typically show up as undercharging, sabotage, procrastination, fear of failure, fear of success, feeling like a fraud, etc. Right? All of that has a very similar root cause of not feeling good enough or not feeling safe or deserving of success. And the only way to alleviate this feeling is inner work, not getting more diplomas marketing programs, or God knows, like the next shiny object that never, ever, ever alleviates the feeling. Please listen. I've been there. I've done those mistakes. You can save yourself so much time and so many thousands of dollars if you go directly to the root cause of not feeling good enough, because no amount of diplomas, no amount of certifications, not amount of shiny objects and shiny programs will ever alleviate not feeling good enough from the outside. It's using external stuff to um, solve an inner problem. It's like trying to get rid of weeds in your garden, garden by cutting them instead of pulling out the weed. It's the exact same. Or I don't know, it's like Yeah, You can find so many examples, but it's not going to work. And it's a vicious circle because the more certifications you take, the more programs you make, and the longer you don't get started, the more we are fearful about what it might be like, and the more we delay getting started, and the more we delay charging the prices we want to to charge, and the more we overthink, and then it just becomes a vicious circle that can uh, last years and years. Changing from the inside out is life-changing, so it takes more than just conscious work that doesn't go deep enough. So can you restore your self-worth, self-belief, or feeling that you deserve stuff through affirmations or journaling, and willpower or conscious effort? Yes, you can, but it's going to be an extremely tedious process because you're basically using 5% to fight the 95% of programming. The great news is that it doesn't have to take forever, especially when you know exactly what to address, which we basically covered yesterday, how to address it and use the most powerful tools to do so. Oh, this was a struggle. <laughs> and that's exactly what we'll do in the Abundance Magnet program. I'll talk about it a bit more. The door is open soon, just to give you a heads up, because I know we have quite a few people on the waitlist already. This is why I created this program, because... I struggled so long running after shiny objects that got me nowhere until I finally acknowledged what I already knew, but didn't want to see is that it is down to the subconscious beliefs and our energy. Sometimes it just feels so much easier and so much better to think, okay, this coach is super successful. He has the formula or she has the formula. I'm just going to spend two grand, do that program. I can sweep everything that's uncomfortable under the rug. I don't have to address my unhealthy relationships. I don't have to go back to all the times my parents told me I was not good enough. Just going to follow the strategy and it's all going to be fun and games and rainbows and unicorns and my business will do super well in six months. And then it doesn't happen, right? So save yourself time and energy. Sometimes it has to become a bit chaotic. We have to go to places that feel uncomfortable to get what we want because quantum leaping and getting what you want was never done by staying in your comfort zone. Now, more information on coming across as an expert. Pick a niche and provide a specific solution to a specific problem. Now, some people will say, and it's not really relevant, like not relevant, it's not really the topic on this workshop, but, oh, do I have to pick a niche? I don't want to pick a niche. Well, you don't have to, but it's going to take so much longer to get anywhere without a niche because in our industry and with social media, having a lot of posts and a lot of information, we have to catch people's attention pretty fast. But basically when you pick a niche and provide a specific solution to a specific person, it is so much easier to talk to people who follow you in a way that resonates with them. If we talk about weight loss and having a beautiful website and growing tomatoes in your garden and how to have a pet lizard all in one Instagram account, people are going to be utterly confused and confused people don't buy. Second of all, experts are usually experts in one field. Otherwise they aren't experts, right? And one field is basically your niche. So when you have like three niches or not really any niche, People kind of believe whether that's true or not that you aren't an expert because you scatter your energy on everything instead of focusing on one thing. So pick a niche, provide a specific solution to a specific person and then know exactly what is going on in their mind. So what frustrates your ideal client? What are they struggling with? What do they need support with? What do they secretly want but wouldn't necessarily admit out loud? And what have they tried that hasn't worked because when you can describe someone's problem better than they would describe their own problem, they will trust you to have the solution to help them. I'm going to say that again. If online or in your content, you post your videos, you can describe someone's problems even better than they would describe their own struggles or frustrations or problems, they will trust that you are an expert in what you do and that you can help them. And also focus on the A to B transformation you provide, on the benefits, on what their life is going to look like, rather than features. Features are typically, oh, this many sessions are included, and this is the modality we're going to use, and this is exactly the process that you'll go through. People want to move from A to B. Not everyone, but many people don't really care so much about the how, they just want to know that it's possible and that we will help them to move from A to B. Being an expert is talking about the solution and showing people that there is an opportunity, either dimension, an uh, opportunity or dimension that exists where they can get more of what they want. And trivial but important, just say it. I'm an expert in X. Own it, say it, dare it. When I got invited to a speaking event, I hadn't had any clients yet. So I had worked with clients, uh, people for free for imposter syndrome with a few friends, but I had not sold my very first package yet. And I got invited to the speaking event to talk about imposter syndrome. And I had worked with enough people to know what I was talking about. So I just introduced myself as Ines and I'm an expert in imposter syndrome. I just said it, no shame. And when you say it confidently, people trust you. Now, this is six grand advice right here on this slide. Uh, I, I used to work with a coach a long time ago who went to this seminar with a, bi- a lot of big names in the industry, like people who have like thousands or millions of downloads on their podcast, Seven Figures Entrepreneurs, and they went to this webinar or se- seminar that basically explained how to come across as an expert and how to get people to trust your offer. And it's right here in this slide. Powerful stuff is often super simple. Have your own framework of how you're going to solve someone's problems. In other words, what are the what are the foundational elements that your clients need in order to get more of what they want? And then find a cool name for it. So typically, imposter syndrome terminator program. How do you conquer imposter syndrome Through these three main pillars, eliminating blocks and sabotage, boosting your self confidence and your self worth. Once you master these three things, imposter syndrome can literally, no, it it bites the dust. It cannot remain in our mind or in our life. This was based on a lot of market research and working with clients. It took me quite a while to come up with this framework. But when you have your own framework of how you solve a specific problem and you put your name on it, the imposter syndrome terminator, you're like, okay. Based on my experience of working with a lot of people, I developed this three-pillar framework that guarantees that you will overcome imposter syndrome. And once we nail these three elements, you literally cannot have imposter syndrome uh, anymore. It's a three-month program. Are you interested? And then people say yes, because it made so much sense. When you come up with your own framework, it's so simple. People just trust that you know that you talk what you're talking about. If we take an example for a relationship coach, just trivial example, right? And you can you can replace this with anything. How to grow vegetables in your garden, or a dog walking coach, or communication coach. So for a relationship coach, some of the foundation foundational elements that their ideal client would need to master in order to find mr. or Mr. Right is communication, self worth. And being able to be happy alone so you never depend on someone else's love. And once you master these three pillars, it's likely that you can manifest or find Mrs. or Mr. Right. Do we have any questions? I'm also an ITT. Ah, oh, that's so cool. We have a lot of ITT therapists in this group, actually, and really needed to hear this. You're so, so welcome. Like, is that how I say your name? Well, I was just ripping weeds this morning rather than being careful about pulling. <laughs> Emily, you're so funny. Yeah, I mean, you know, sometimes you, you just have to pretend you, the weed is gone. And maybe if you believe in it enough, it won't come back. But weeds will be weeds. They will grow back. Even if you, you, you take the root out, they always manage to come back in your garden. Um, oopsie. We're almost done, people. Three slides left. Oh, we are done. We are done. Sorry. This was the last slide on how to come across as an expert and all of the elements we talked about how to conquer imposter syndrome before. Imposter syndrome is basically a self-worth thing. Now, the great news about this is that when you boost your self-worth and you know you're good enough and you deserve, deserve to have things, not only did you smash imposter syndrome, but you also unlock or almost unlock the door to abundance because one of the main reasons people don't get what they want is because they don't believe they deserve it or that they're worthy of getting it or they have some sort of narrative along those lines so the self-worth element is kind of treating one thing that will get you many results so tomorrow's program Winning mindset and beliefs and beliefs to end, sabotage, and build, grow, and scale a successful business. Financial and profitability plan to hit your income goals. We will also talk about charging a bit, not that much, but a bit. Um, and how to charge your happy price and kind of how to make sure that even if you're just getting started in your business, you don't have resources, you maybe don't have an, a team, You don't have, you know, money for ads. All of those things do not matter at all. I started with nothing. I was so broke that I almost had to go back and get the job in the bank because I couldn't even pay my health insurance. But luckily, the universe always acts in the 11th hour. And just before I went completely bankrupt, it sent me three, my first three clients. And from there, it was upwards. Um, And of course, unleashing your manifestation powers to attract clients to you. And this is something that has, I'm also going to uh, stop the sharing for a few seconds. This is something that matters so much to me because I am so blessed and so grateful and so happy that my business grew really fast. So I got myself online on March, 2020, got my first clients in May. And then basically from May to now, the business has generated over 300,000 in income but once the initial excitement of having a ton of clients and serving a lot of people and having all of these new things fade away, you're left with the core stuff, that the fact that I was working way more than I wanted to work and that I still have this lingering stress, this sticky lingering stress that didn't seem to want to go away, that my results were dependent on did I get enough likes on a post or people seeing my content do I even have people in my audience that can afford a 10K mastermind program or do I have to find them? And this perpetuates like a never ending circle, vicious circle of feeling there's only, always something more that we need to do. That when we're taking five five weeks off or five days off, that we're basically missing out because we could be working on the business and we're not doing it or that our business is a baby and needs constant attention rather than being a money making machine. And that is why at the beginning of this year, I intentionally started to shift my focus on being able to attract and manifest rather than having to go like fishing for clients or feeling that my ability or the business ability to generate abundance in clients was solely dependent on how many posts were posted or how many hours I worked or the engagement rates or the open rates on an email. So I have completely shifted that. And that's how... I had my first six-figure launch in Costa Rica with the shittiest internet connection ever, surfing every day and working less than ever. That's when you manage and get to the point where you're literally an abundance magnet. You're like a light in a solar system and the stars or the things that are turning around you know where you are and find you regardless of how much you post, how many hours you work what strategy you're using etc so that was that's why i'm so excited about tomorrow and about our ability to unleash our manifestation powers and connecting with source or god or infinite intelligence or the universe whatever you decide to call it because everything you ever wanted is there abundance money clients come from the universe they don't come from clients they come from the universe through For example, clients or through refunds or through opportunities. And once we can connect with the source rather than the the floating elements, you get so much more peace, inner peace, knowing that you can chill out, play with your kids. I don't have kids, but I have cats. (laughs) Uh, Surfing, doing whatever you love to do. Knowing that feeling the joy of gardening or walking your dog or baking chocolate chip cookies, that the flow and ease and joy of that activity is actually a business generating, like a revenue generating activity, that the longer and better you can stay in that state of flow and ease, that is the ultimate vibration of abundance that brings the stuff you want to you so this is why we will talk about it tomorrow so we are almost done I'm just going to share the abundance activity for today that you'll also get by email you'll also get the replay link by email so don't worry about a thing and tell you a tiny bit more about the abundance magnet so abundance magnet exercise food for thought journaling prompts Um, you'll get this by email. So I highly recommend you take a bit of time out of your day or out of your week to sit down and do these things in writing, not in your mind, in writing, it really makes a difference. So number one, what do you absolutely believe to be true? And how can you incorporate that either in your business or your corporate career? Number two, you only need to be two steps ahead of your ideal client. So journal about why you are absolutely qualified enough to serve your clients or to ask for that promotion if you are in corporate point number three people are attracted to you as a person not to your diploma list or credentials so journal on what makes you the perfect person to help your ideal client what about your life experience or journey is unique what about your personality maybe you have an amazing intuition and you have this gift where you ask the right questions maybe people feel really safe around you maybe you've overcome your own you know life events and it gave you the experience and knowledge that now you can guide other people who are in a similar circumstances to see the end at the, the light at the other end of the tunnel so what makes you unique and what would what about you Attracts your ideal client to you. And last but not least, tune into the vision of you who already has everything she desires. How does she act, think, and feel on a daily basis? What are her beliefs? So, this is all about quantum leaping that we talked about before. Once you can connect emotionally, just not thinking stuff, but emotionally, feel the emotion and tune into the person you are that already exists in the quantum field, what she would do, how she would act, then it is so, so much easier and faster to quantum leap to that new dimension. You need to start replacing your thoughts today by by the thoughts you would have in the future. And the more you can connect with your future you, the fastest you'll get there. Now, a few words, I'll talk about the Abundance Magnet program way more tomorrow, but I just give you a few, uh, a bit of information right now for those of you who are interested. By the way, you can join the waitlist. The doors open probably this weekend. We still have to check the timeline with the team. You can wait, uh, wait, you can join the waitlist. The link is in the description of this live. And if you are on the waitlist, obviously you get to get in before anyone else. You get uh, perks and fast action bonuses. So 15 week advanced group program with coaching q a and healing sessions to turn you into a freaking abundance magnet 15 transformational modules that support you throughout the 15 weeks including hypnosis eft nlp quantum physics workbooks inner child healing trainings you name it you'll get it and basically the key to smashing the glass ceiling and whatever that glass ceiling is, maybe it's an income glass ceiling. Maybe you've been attracting you know, partners in your life that don't really float your boat anymore. You are ready for an upgraded relationship. Maybe your clients pay you well, but they are annoying and they take your time on Sunday and they are entitled and you are ready to smash a glass ceiling and attracting dream clients. Basically anything to create the future Your future through energy and alignment, because we can create a different future using beliefs, thoughts, and energy of the past. Just doesn't work. And the program is all about, as we said, removing receiving and money blocks and limiting beliefs directly at the subconscious level, because you can quantum leap like this after a hypnosis session. It happened so many times to me and my clients, and the past clients in the Abundance Magnet when I launched it at the beginning of the year. Overcoming imposter syndrome. Saying goodbye to perfectionism, procrastination, and sabotage so you don't have analysis paralysis anymore. Letting go of all success blocks or energetic disruptions that are taking away energy from your manifestation and scattering basically your attention unbeknownst to yourself on stuff that doesn't move the needle forward. Coming across as an expert that people invest in, tuning into ease and flow, which I'm so passionate about so things work out for you regardless of your circumstances. Shitty Wi-Fi, doesn't matter. You want to surf instead of work, doesn't matter. Want to focus on podcasting instead of Facebook group? Go for it. No one is seeing your content on Facebook because the algorithm sucks. The universe doesn't care about the algorithm. People will still find you. This is the great thing about ease and flow. And becoming an energetic match to your vision board and attract this to you instead of having to work hard for those things or going fishing. We don't need to find clients, clients find you. This is the beauty of becoming an abundance magnet. So the doors will open probably Saturday or Sunday. Join the wait list to be the first informed to get brownie points, perks, and I'll probably have some sort of uh, fast action, amazing bonus where you can win some very, very valuable stuff if you are among the first to enroll. Uh, So I'll just see if we have any questions and this will be it. I went above time again sorry sorry bear with me thank you so much for still being here and being patient can you tell me more about pricing what if they don't come if the price is too high and then i won't have i won't have for my bills we'll talk about pricing tomorrow uh but in a nutshell there will always be people who can afford you whatever you decide to charge uh oopsie what have i done okay whatever you decide to charge so I know coaches who the very first time they launched their program, it was 400 bucks and then it was 500 and then it was a thousand, then it was two, then it was five and now it's 10. Exact same program has gone from $400 to 10,000 because the people in the program were getting amazing results and the coach felt great about you know, increasing the, um, the rate. Meaning you can sell basically anything to anyone at any rate. There will always be people out there who are ready to pay whatever you want to charge and feel good charging. And it's just a matter of believing that they will pay your rates. If we don't believe that they will pay us, we will only attract people who match that belief and who are not willing to pay us. But we'll talk about that more tomorrow. Um, And yeah, it's the fact that people don't have money, that they only invest in other people. All of that is a bunch of limiting beliefs. It's untrue. Whatever you believe is what you get and whatever you want to believe, you can get because the universe would never allow you to have a thought if it wasn't a possibility for you. So we're going to wrap up on these last words. Tink, thanks you for hanging out with me for two hours almost. Thank you so much and I will see you tomorrow for the last day. So, Link in the description of this live to join the waitlist. And thank you so much for tuning in. Have a beautiful day or evening, and I will see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Hi, everyone. This is a super quick message to let you know that you can now sign up for my free three-day workshop on how to attract high-ticket clients. Now, this workshop will teach you everything you need to know to attract high-ticket clients in your business, how to show up, how to come across as an expert, how to increase your revenue, and energetic and subconscious healing to be able to manifest high ticket clients 24 7. it has done wonders in the past many women have significantly increased their monthly income without changing anything to their strategy and that is exactly what we'll cover in this workshop so just go to inespadar.ch high ticket clients in one word or just go to the show notes i can't wait to see you there and have an amazing day